How y'all doing today? Happy Juneteenth. It is June 19th, 2020. Juneteenth to my brothers and my sisters, my kings and my queens out there. It's your boy, Dwayne Dickey. And I'm joined by my co-host, you know, my cuzzo with a whole nother buzzo. First lady of OTS, host of What Did I Think About This Week? Miss Janine Berry, talk to the people. How you doing, Nene? Hello, hello. Happy Juneteenth. What's popping? What's good? I hope everybody's having a good day. I hope everybody is feeling super black and proud today. Come on, now. <laughs> let them know. Yeah. Let them know. I can't, I can't wait to jump into this conversation. You know it. You know it. So, I guess that being said, Nene, we got not just one, but we got two guests in the house. This is a special day. Yes, it is. Oh. Man, you know, we, we had to do it big for y'all today, you know, and bring two mega people into this thing. And not only that, but because it's Juneteenth and it's all about Black-owned and Black businesses and Black empowerment and Black upliftment, you know, everything like that, that's not even a word, but I still said it. it. It's, it's a word today. It's, a word, today. it's a word today, dog. It's a word today. It sure still is. Nonetheless. I got two dope CEOs in the building. Let me introduce a familiar CEO right now. You guys actually saw him on the debut episode, episode number one. Welcome returning guest, CEO, owner of OTS Guys. You already know what time it is. My boy, Derek Myers. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How y'all doing? Great. Hey, man. Glad to, here, here, Glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. And then, of course, I got to introduce our other guest. And, and I mean, a guy like this really don't need much introduction, but you know I got to give it to him anyway because everybody gets an intro. Everybody get an epic intro, especially on Pastor Ox, baby. I got to introduce my brother from another mother, my man who is a talented artist, a talented host, a talented man of God, you name it, however you want to put it. But he is also a young CEO, a CEO out here of MT, MV Sports. You see him rocking the t-shirt with the brand and the logo, MT, MV Sports, which stands for my team, my vision. Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my boy. Redo. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Did I say it? It's all good. Yeah, my team, my voice. My team, my voice. My team, my voice. Players mess up too. Players nah, you look. Up players mess up too. All love. Look, all love, man. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put that in the takes. You know what I mean? We'll look, put that yeah. in the takes. That's the bloopers for you. Nah, baby. man. It look, it's, it's all love is 100% love, man. I appreciate it, bro. Um, and, and I know people out there, if you're listening, you're probably like, yo, I still don't know who this dude is, even though he said his name. Um, that's cool, but I'm thankful to be here, man. <laughs> I'm humbled. I'm humbled to be here, and I'm excited about what we're about to get into. Let's get, yeah. let's, let's get, get it. it. Let's get it. Let's so, Nene, go ahead and um, you know, as as the first lady of this thing, man, go ahead and co-anchor them and let us let us know what we finna get into on this Juneteenth edition of Past yes. Ox. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, last week we um we went through Ursher's catalog. And we talked about his hits, we talked about his singles, and what really stood out to us. And something that my amazing co-host, Dwayne, 
did was he made sure to tell us the, the year it came out, which was important because then we could take a stroll down memory lane and we can revisit where we were, what we were going through, how we felt. And the dope thing about music is that it's kind of like a little time capsule because artists are gonna make music that reflect what they're going through and what's going on culturally. So today, in honor of Juneteenth, we're gonna talk about artists, music, singles that really speak to the black experience, that evoke change or thought, or just simply make us feel proud to be black AF. So <laughs> that's pretty much what we're doing today. So today pretty much is all about, as my co-host so greatly said, black AF, black-ish, free-ish, however you wanna put it, CEO-ish. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Right. That's what today going to be about. We're going to talk about songs that stand out. Uh, these could be songs that are old school. It don't even matter what the genre is. Soul, blues, hip-hop, jazz, R&B, you name it. There are so many styles and genres that have created songs strictly for us. But before we really get into that, we're going to start the show off and talk a little bit about what kind of dominated the headlines within this week in the music world? So, I mean, let's go ahead and uh, anchor that on there real quick before we get to our main meat of the show. So, J. Cole drops the single Snow on the Bluff and Black Twitter lost their mind. Um, half of us were like super <laughs> for it and we were like, this is amazing. And other people were like, cancel J. Cole. Me, myself, personally, I could never. Yeah. But um, yeah, so do, does everybody know the backstory on why we are trying to cancel him? I do uh, not. And honestly, it's me being lazy. This whole week, <laughs> this whole week, I've, I've been hearing about it. I've, I've overheard it. I've seen Black Twitter go crazy. I mm -hmm. saw all the comments. I even saw his apology, right? But mm -hmm. I, I kept trying to find the source. Like, what's the problem? And I started clicking, you know, when you start trying to dig through all the minutia, you try to get to the core of it. I tried and I was just like, I gave up in the middle and I just, I was like, all right, I don't know. I don't actually know why we canceling J. Cole, but I'm on board. Let's cancel him. I don't mind. No, let's not cancel him. So what had happened Big was, troll, man. Wait a minute. What happened before we start canceling people? So, 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 Rick, you're right. It was just a lot, and I was going through his comments, and I don't know if it was an apology or more so of just a response to everybody trying to cancel him. And what I've gathered is that an artist named No Name, um, on her page, she talks about radical um, Black unity. She talks about anti-capitalism, -cap and she's all for Black growth, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm assuming that she made some tweets to where it was like implied that she was taking shots at rappers such as J. Cole, such as Kendrick, where maybe they're not doing enough or they're not saying enough, right? And so in Snow in the Bluff, on the Bluff, like that first half was kind of addressing the fact that he felt that maybe she didn't address it the right way. Um, he has some, 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 some lyrics in there to say like, you should take time to teach, et cetera. And Black Twitter was like, first of all, you shouldn't tell a Black woman that she should change her tone of voice. Then they were saying things like, it's not a Black woman's job to teach all the time. 
So those, so those were the two key points that I got out of the comments that I read through. Mm. So, and uh, let's go. <laughs> what let's are our go. thoughts? <laughs> I'm a little confused because honestly, if you listen to the song, if you read the lyrics, there's literally no reason to be mad at J. Cole. He's literally saying, I'm on your side. And he's giving her props, if and, anything. Exactly. And she saying she's praising her. Yeah. And, and, and if you're, I, th I feel like the people that are criticizing this song that are criticizing J. Cole don't actually pay attention to J. Cole. Nope. So personally, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of uh, fight with this because I'm not sure if she was actually talking about Cole or if she was just making a broad statement. Uh, uh, I saw someone actually suggest that he could, that she could actually be talking about Drake in all this, mm -hmm. which is very possible that he, that she could have. But um, I mean, J. Cole and Kendrick were both out protesting. They were actually doing stuff for their communities. So who cares about a tweet? Who cares about someone tweeting about it? They're actually doing the the, the deed. That's what I care about, you know. I, I don't. If if you don't want to say anything, not like I said before, not everybody has to actually talk about this. Some people can just go out and do the work, and, and not everybody needs to talk about this. You didn't just say it, bro. You tweeted it with exclamation marks over and over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Because it's annoying. Scott, who said something that you didn't like? You was like, not everyone has to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry Crews. I think it was Terry Crews because he said that if if um uh if if I think something effective we if we end up uh taking over it's gonna be black supremacy and Terry Crews needs to go have several seats. I'm so sick of Terry Crews. I actually thought the character he was playing in White Chicks was fake. Ooh. He played it so well, did he not? He really did. Mm. And uh he yeah, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, that's all I'll leave that. <laughs> so somebody told you this was an all white party. <laughs> Oops. Terry, man. Um, I, hey, man, I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I mean, look, again, I look, I'll take I all the what, heat. I'm definitely not scared of Terry Crews. I mean, not after what happened in that private room. Like, I'm not in, afraid. In front of his wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not afraid. Yo, um, I'll tell you right now. You didn't now, do that man nothing. You won't do me a thing, but. At all. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, man, um, but yeah, you, you, you've you been very vocal about not everyone having to say something. You know what I mean? Um, but is it weird that we're not hearing from certain people? Mm. Such as who? Like a Drake. Mm. For Drake not to be saying anything, it is kind of weird. But I think to that me. plays on to what you said, Derek. It's like, okay, are, are we more concerned about a celebrity or artist that is tweeting, that is on live, that is giving paragraphs and just saying the right thing? Or are we more concerned about them actually doing the work, whether it be out protesting, whether it is giving back to... Um, social programs whether 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 it is um and giving money for bailouts like we don't yeah. have to hear you say stuff all the time 
just yeah. do. It's like well, I would much see, rather see action. Did did any of you see uh Dave Chappelle's uh new yes. special? He on said the the um streets will speak and that's what we're doing. Not, we don't have to look to a celebrity. We don't have to I don't and I I would love for us to be able to get out of this space because white America does not have celebrities being the the mouthpiece for them. Why is it that in our community we have to look at the rappers or the actors or athletes to be our mouthpiece? You know what I'm saying? So not the fact that they have to be the mouthpiece for us because they're not, but they amplify our voice. Yes, just, they I do. Mean, just, we think about it, right? Like even, and I think about it in, in these terms, like I may tweet, but only have like seven or eight people following me, right? Mm -hmm. So if I tweet something and it, let's say it's all caps, right? With this exclamation marks and, you know, <laughs> I tweet it, seven people may see it. Right. Awesome, yeah. Right. Um, but if, if a person with some status finds my tweet retweets it right and they have a million followers then my 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 voice is now amplified right and so right. now instead of the seven people seeing it millions of people are seeing it and they'll retweet it and they'll amplify my voice and so celebrities may not necessarily have to be not have to speak for me but they can take what i'm saying in the street and amplify that voice if they're in tune with what i'm feeling I agree with that. I agree with that. But I also, it's also like, it's weird because at the same time, like you take it like, like Diddy, for example, he's out here a couple of weeks ago talking about, you know, we should hold the black vote and we're going to hold the vote hostage because it shouldn't be that we just give our vote to the Democrats. I agree partially on that, but, but that should be something that's planned and strategized, not just something you're thinking about talking about doing six months out from an election. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So for him to say something like that, he's speaking as if this is what black America should do. This is what we as black people should do. And it doesn't make sense because there are gonna be people that actually listen to him and do exactly what he's talking about. That's, that's what concerns me. So my thing is not all celebrities need to, need to speak. And I, and, and I only say it's weird that Drake has not said anything publicly because of his status as, as a celebrity. Like he is an A-list celebrity. He is one of the biggest artists in the last decade, if not the biggest artist in the last decade. So in that sense, it is a little weird but I don't hold it against him at the same time because he might actually just be doing the work. So I can't slam him for not talking. Say it one more time. Is he partially divided on this, on this issue? <laughs> well, J. Cole isn't. Right. <laughs> but Jay's different. <laughs> oh, his, his mom is white, bro. No, he's different. He's different in his stance. His oh, I got you. I got different. you. Okay. You know what I, mean? okay. I got you. His platform you. is different. And I don't know if Drake is, and when I say divided, I mean, like, could he seriously be like, you know what? I may have never experienced what they're experiencing, right? right. Now, I've seen him, um, you know, mistreated by security, but only because he's not supposed to go back there with the players. But outside of that, <laughs> I haven't really had <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to be back here. <laughs> Come on. But, out there rubbing but, Nick Nurse's shoulders and everything. But outside of that, man, I've never really seen like 
I, I don't know what he's going through or what his struggle is or how much he identifies with the actual struggle, right? right, right. But he still, he sees the injustice. Mm-hmm. And I think because he sees the injustice, maybe that's, that's kind of what we're saying. Like, hey, because even if he was white, we still require, not require, but we're still asking that they're not silent, right? Well, and, and they the can't be like, silent. Go ahead. They can't be silent. Right. So, so how can, how, why is he... And, and I think that's the question. I agree with that. It, 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 it is weird. I don't know where he is on that issue. Yeah, it is weird a little bit, but I, I think it would be, see, I think the the way that that specific part helps um, is for other celebrities that are white, that have big names, that have not said anything. Um, when they see a celebrity of Drake's status actually speak up, that's not worried about endorsements getting messed up and stuff like that that would probably make them feel more comfortable to say say something and speak out and, and speak against injustice. And that that's the reason why I would like to hear him say something. But if he's actually just doing the work, I'm fine with it, cool. to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know, and this is kind of going back, but I feel like we expect celebrities to share with us everything, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes it's better if we move in silence because if we're always announcing everything we're doing, the ops have the opportunity to get it. So yeah. even with the um, Jay-Z thing, everybody was mad because um, he became the what entertainment coordinator of, um, I don't know, of something, of something um, the NFL. NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, okay, he is turning his back, but like, y'all don't know what that man is doing. Allow time for things to actually play out before we're so quick to cancel people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the cancel culture thing in general. Um, yeah. Cause we don't have the full story for a lot of the stuff that we're, we're discussing and trying to cancel people for. I no. still don't understand why they're trying to cancel J Cole because he agreed with no name. Mm. I saw someone tweet something. They were like, here's here's a list of books that that, um, J. Cole could have read versus making that song. Okay, like maybe. But I think we've all been in situations to where, yeah, I could read a book, but if it's not if it's not presented in a way that I'm not digesting it well. So yeah. sometimes it takes the right teacher, the right speaker, the right person you can identify with to put you on game. And that's all he's saying to no name. Like, yeah, I, I could read books. I am telling you that I'm not as on top of these things as you, but if you have the knowledge, share it. And yes. don't talk down on people who are trying to get there they're just not there yet right right yeah i i'm um i kind of i can understand where people say um where they say that that he shouldn't be speaking against a black woman i I don't see him doing that i see him agreeing but i think that i'm not saying it's it's a black woman's job to teach not saying that but if a man is coming to you humbly saying hey look i agree with what you're saying i don't have all the tools to do to to do what it is you're, you're talking about can you teach me xyz right if someone is coming to you 
uh, in that manner and and saying i i genuinely don't know what it what i can do can you show me like what it is that i could do to help what is the problem like i i i really i get upset with the fact that that in our community we sometimes do that where where someone is being genuine and saying i don't know and please teach me but we cut them down because some of us don't like how they said what they said look at the message of what j cole said he is asking for help he even said he felt inadequate to lead yes. So why is it that is that that we can't just understand what it is he's saying and say okay you know what I got you you know what I'm saying it, it it's it's more divisive to to cut down someone next to you that's actually trying to help you build if we're both actively building and 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 working together and you decide to tear me down because you don't like how I might be like holding a drill or something like that. How, how does that help? And how, and how are we going to make progress? There's right. this class of not speaking about no name, but there's a class of like these bourgeoisie black folks who feel like they don't have the time or they mm -hmm. do look down upon black folks, whether it be because of money, whether it be because of status, whether it be because of um, them having schooling or or knowledge and it's like we're either for uplifting each other or we're not we're either about right. making progress or we're not right it's like it is like you said it's just very divisive and it's and like it's 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 holding up things yeah it's not productive at all it's not productive so let me ask you guys this question regarding the j cole situation now given that j cole is a mixed individual. Let's say, let's suppose he were full-blooded Caucasian, right? Let's say at this point, but he still has now, let's say he still has the respect level that he has right now, but this time he's just completely Caucasian and but his lyrics Eminem. are this same. Yeah. Like Eminem. And let's even throw Eminem in there and even Logic, who is also, believe it or not, to most who don't know, has black in him even though he looks mostly white, right? So like, let's Like let's take, one of his parents were black? Yeah, the Logic, people don't know this. Logic wow. is actually half black because his father is black. Wow. People don't like know full that. Like full black or like mixed black? No, I'm just joking. I'm playing, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Well, no, I mean, he's talking about it all the time. Say how you will, say how you <laughs> will, all the but, time. Black is black, okay. I don't listen to his music, so I yeah, don't, I don't, I don't like, know. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of people who know Logic, if you're a Logic fan out there, you, you, you know he's a beast artists as well but legit to those who didn't know because at first I didn't even really know until uh, there was a Netflix show and it was you know just breaking down different rappers and Logic I believe was like the first episode and, he, and they talked about his background of being biracial and I think mm. he even put it in a line that he's biracial but he gets labeled white because he looks mostly white but going back to this question with Jay Robert Cole, Robert Bryson Hall yes there we go see well that's but, his name that's his father's name. That is a black name. It's a black name. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying it now. No denying it now. There you go. It's a black name. Boom. That's a black, black man. card is not revoked. <laughs> right. You've got it. <laughs> so, but oh, going back that's, to. That's his name. I'm sorry. Oh, that's oh. his. 
I think he's a second, though. Oh, hold on. I think he's a second or a third. I'll figure it out. But I think he is. Yeah, Robert Bryson Hall is his dad's name. That is that that's sounds like a strong black name. name. That's yeah. a black, black name. name. Very so strong, do. solid black <laughs> name. Yeah. And, and his name, uh, and I'm sorry, uh, his name is also Robert Bryson Hall the second. Okay. Okay. So he's, a second. he's a junior. He's like your boy. He's a junior. Got it. There you go. Me too. There you go. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so going back to Mr. Jermaine, Mr. J. Cole himself. Let's say you know that he was fully white with the same credibility that he has right now on a, on a, and let's say the, as a, you know, same type of rapper and everything and all of that does his research may not go through the struggle, but does his research. And let's say he comes out with this same track and literally has those same lyrics. As Derek mentioned, he's asking for help. He's asking for information. Do you still try to quote unquote cancel him? Do you, what what do you guys think about that at that point? I don't think they do. I, I mean, because that would probably be uh, be viewed as a white man just asking, "Hey, can you teach me this, that, and the can other?" You teach me. Yeah. If, yeah. If if yeah. if J Cole was white, completely white, and but he still, <laughs> but he was still J Cole and still came out with, with um the same projects, he gets a pass because J Cole in his music speaks about wanting to better us as a whole, and I feel like yeah. KOD project was like we we as rappers, we as black men we have mm-hmm. to hold ourselves accountable for what we're putting out here and how we're influencing people. So mm-hmm. J. Cole isn't just complacent and just lost and, 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 and not aware. All he's saying is that I don't have the tools to lead or, or um, to educate, or I'm just not on the level as somebody as a no name. So mm-hmm. for me, I wouldn't cancel him because he's the exception because he's doing the work, he's just not there yet. Man, I want to know how to say white like Mr. Candy from um, <laughs> like Okay, so that being said, now while we're still on this quick subject of cancel culture and everything, I want to bring up another artist that actually uh, within recent weeks was kind of brought up in this whole cancel culture as well. A very... Uh, known female rapper uh, you know to most people uh trina what are you guys thoughts on that situation and and the whole you know as people were commenting on black twitter and saying how trick daddy did as much as he could to try to reel her back in and save her and she just is like no i'm standing on what i'm saying what are y'all thoughts on that what did, what did y'all feel about that what was her quote again because i remember it was very outrageous he said something about acting like animals in yeah. the street or something, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think people are in are a product of their environment and their personal experiences, right? And I think that for her, she's seen a lot of crime, well, petty, petty, petty beefs ending in death within her community among her people, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that 
she gets frustrated because she's like, yeah, like some of us are out here protesting and some of us are out here doing the right thing. But then there's some of us who are still caught up inside of the BS. And I think that um, she was emotional and spoke and wasn't thinking about how she, how, um, how she was coming off. And some would even say that when she was talking about animals in the streets or whatever, she was more so talking about people who took advantage of the protest to loot and riot and kind of do that thing versus actually being for the a movement. But as a whole, I don't really know because I don't listen to Trina or rock with Trina like that. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trina, Trina was upset because everyone was looting everything in the store except her album. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god oh okay oh man that's funny that she would that if, if that were true that would be funny she wouldn't even think her albums were in the store oh, man. um i i um see my whole thing <clears throat> the reason why i felt some type of way about what she was saying is because it went back to that whole argument of black on black crime mm-hmm. that's that's where to me it became a distraction and it became very uh unproductive to have that type of conversation not to say that again for for those that want to go back to that argument not to say that that's not an issue that's an issue in every community it's about proximity so because of that you have black on black crime you have white on white crime Asian on the Asian, Hispanic on the Hispanic. That's just how that goes. Um, so to me, that argument is a different argument than what's going on with the injustice. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the time to have that conversation. This doesn't, this, this is not that topic. So for me, that's why I just kind of like said, forget it. I'm not listening to that. Um, and this is why everybody shouldn't have a mic. This is why you don't yeah. have to speak all the time. That's, that's exactly, if, exactly it. Because if you can't get your feelings or thoughts out correctly, or if the way that you're feeling in the moment goes against what the mass ma- majority feels, it's going to be backlash and you're going to get canceled. <laughs> or we're yeah. just not going to rock with you because now we know your mindset. Right. The, the question is, does everyone get canceled if you buck against the majority, or do you get canceled when you're just, like, outright wrong on a particular issue? Both. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's both. I think they find s- silly reasons to cancel. Like, I think Twitter is a space where a whole bunch of people just want to have an opinion and want to be a part of a movement or feel like they have some backing behind what they're saying, and they just find reasons to jump on somebody every everybody's gonna have their time eventually oh yeah there we go i'm telling you man so that being said ladies and gentlemen i guess if you're a young celebrity voice out there or just a young voice (laughs) in general try your best not to get canceled uh you know try to at least you know use some wisdom a a little bit you know i'm going the opposite way wayne I can't oh, wait man. to get canceled. I can't wait to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. There you go. There you go. Apparently, there's a good side to being canceled. Who knows? 
so, <laughs> so um given that today is also friday you know uh now those of you who are listening to this on six families radio it is a monday and of course if you're listening through the spotify and apple music and all that good stuff it's a wednesday hump day however this episode was recorded again on juneteenth on a friday so as we all know it's a little new segment we bring in called New Music Friday. And what I would like to do real quick is just go around the room real quick and see if there was anything that you guys got a chance to listen to, single, album, or anything that uh, just caught your waves, your earwaves a little bit, and gave you a feel-good moment for today or, or this week in general. Um, I'm actually still working through their album, but Chloe and Haley, um, their, their album dropped. I think, think at the beginning of the week, and man, they they killing it, man. They're killing it. I I I love them. I love their music. They they those are talented talented women. So I'm still working through it. So I don't want to have. I I actually try not to formulate an opinion on music until I can sit with it for about a few weeks. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I honestly. When I first heard Damn, I didn't really like it like that. So. Very canceled. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It took me to hear it again. And I was like, oh, I didn't hear that. Boom. I, it just, everything clicked for me. And I yeah. loved the album. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things. I want to kind of sit with it before I formulate a, a true opinion on it. But love their music. I agree. I think when I'm listening to music, I have to be in the right headspace. I have to be in the right vibe to really receive certain yeah. albums or certain songs. So on um, the Chloe and Haley, at first listen, I was like, oh. I don't know. I was like, maybe I'm not their demographic. Maybe I'm not. But then I listened to it a few more times. I was like, okay, I actually yeah. like this. I, I honestly couldn't get past the first track. I don't know the 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 sound of that whole first track was like I like this, and I kept playing it on repeat. Yeah. But they're very talented. I love them as artists, and they're very talented. But I have to sit with the album a little bit longer. Yeah. I but um, I heard or what hit for me this week was Tiana Taylor, "Wake Up Love." I love Tiana Taylor. Love Tiana Taylor. We we spoke last weekend. Um, Dwayne said that we can't act like the '90s is still not super relevant today. And Tiana like goes full blown '90s in her sound, in her fashion choices, and marketing, and everything. And Tiana Taylor, for me, um, tries to bring back the '90s R&B sound and vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, with her last album and this song, she speaks to like being married and what that whole thing is like, and it just resonates with me. So I really love that song that dropped this week. Okay, okay. I didn't get a chance to check out that. That was on my radar. So I will give Tiana Taylor's album a listen uh, because I was checking out some other stuff and I did see that pop up. So I will be giving a listen. And on the next episode, I'm gonna let you guys know what I'm thinking about as well because if, if it's a vibe for Neen, you already know it's going to be a vibe for your boy. <laughs> you already know. So, Mr. Rick, 
how about you, my friend? What you got? What's what's in your ears? What's been in your ears lately this week, man? Man, I've been trying to um, you know, walk around with that. I'm above, not beneath, and you know what I mean. I'm on top and not not on the bottom and all that kind of that that vibe, right? And so um, there's a song by um Man Man and Cannon called Big Dog Walking. And uh, okay. Okay. I like, like it's like you know what I mean. I like to walk around like that. I wanna, I want, I want that feeling. So I'm a big dog walking. Um, it's a good joint by Man Man and um and Cannon. I thought that was dope. There's another song. So like you know, normally I'm I'm you know trying to get that good feel, and then sometimes I'm just trying to mellow out. And there's a good mm-hmm. mellow vibe um by this lady. I don't know how to say her name. It's S S T E D I. So steady, I guess. To steady, I don't know. But um, but she has a song called All the Waves, and man, it's just so mellow. It's, it's that junk you play while you're taking a shower, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, when you're trying to relax, yeah. or you're trying to candle out, or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, kind of kind of chill out. Um, All the Waves, like, she just hits it so perfectly, man. So, um, I don't know how to say her name, but I did spell it S-S-T-E-D-I. Pardon my S's, I do have a list. Um, but outside of that... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but outside of that, um, that song is the mellow vibe, the the go hard vibe, the the walk around vibe. So I would say the daytime vibe is big dog walking. The night vibe is is um just all the way. I like nice. it. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, well for your boy, man. Um, so last night, you know, as soon as midnight hit, your boy kind of went and searched the scene a little bit to see what what was coming out. I knew would it be in Juneteenth and everything. I was like. All right, we're in some interesting times right now, so let's see who dropped a little something and, and, and vice versa. So I was a big Wale fan once upon a time, so when I saw he dropped the EP, I said, okay, let me check this out. Let me see what Wale talking about, right? And uh, actually, it's about six tracks on this baby. Um, he calls it The Imperfect Storm. And uh, the tracks that really stuck out to me probably from this, this EP, at first listen, I was kind of like, and, you know, nah, you ain't, you ain't that Wale I used to like, you know, mixtape Wale. But at first, you know, it took a while. But then this morning I re-listened to it. And I like Moving Different, which is the first track on this. You know, it has a, a real vibe feel to it. But when you listen to the lyrics of it, it talks a lot about what we in right now. Just just moving different. You know, how as, as black people, how we feeling right now. We kind of moving a little bit different. And uh, another one that stood out was uh, it's a two-part song you know it was kind of one of those songs where you know sometimes artists come out with a track where it's two tracks in one so uh it's called june 5th and then it's also queens and gods you know so that was a pretty standout track as well and uh he got another one called ish don't stop i'm not gonna say the s word but ish don't stop nonetheless and uh those are probably out of the six the ones that stuck out to me the most so shout out to wale and i guess one more uh Easy listen, much like my boy Rick, I'm gonna give y'all an easy listen. I didn't expect this. I came across some artists I've never heard of. I tried to research them. Looks like these artists or artists is based out of Canada, but it's a Ooh. band or artist or something called, I'm guessing this is Salt, uh, S-A-U-L-T, and the category of genre label was alternative so i didn't know what to expect when i saw this i was like okay is this rock is this what is this what got me was the fact that the title of this album is called untitled and then it has parentheses and says black is it's a black cover it's got a fist on it 
and it's about 20 songs, but it's under an hour. It's at 56, 56 minutes. And it's actually an easy listening album. It's very encouraging and it's got a lot of mellow feels to it. It really has a lot of mellow feels to it. You can literally just have your lights off or have your candles on if you got a candle kind of vibe, whatever kind of vibe you're feeling when you're in your easy listening mode. Just sit back, listen to this, and uh, you're going to like it. I'm not going to lie. It is very encouraging. Like I said, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about this artist or this band, but I do know it was a very, this project in general was a very good project. So I recommend listening to Untitled, Black Is by Salt. So that does it for uh, what's in your ears on this particular segment. So let's get right on into it. I have one more artist that I think you guys should listen to if you like the like the mellow vibes. Let's do uh, it. JJ Day. He's a uh, yeah. Letters JJ D A E. He he he's a uh, he's an artist here in Atlanta that's that's got those mellow vibes to his music and just look him up. Just look him up. JJ Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I've worked with him before. He he's got he's got those mellow vibes. He's good. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've given you guys plenty of the vibes, plenty of the feel-good movements on this here Juneteenth episode. So be sure you check those artists out, check those projects out, check those songs out. Let us know how you feel about them. Let us know if we gave y'all some good recommendations. And uh, until that time next week, we'll come back to this segment again. So now, let's go ahead and get into the meat real quick of this here episode. And let's just talk about it. I mean, again, this is Juneteenth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to my black queens, black kings, my brothers and sisters. What I want to know now, over the years, I mean, again, one thing that 2020 has definitely showed us is that we still got a long way to go, but it looks like it's a wake-up call now, even more than before, I guess, to where now we're really, 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 really doing everything we can to make some major movements. Shout out to the wonderful city of Atlanta. Saw they had a Big, big, big major movement going on downtown in the city with a march, peaceful protest. Uh, shout out to the church. Everybody was doing services out there. All kind of things going on in the city of Atlanta. So, again, nationwide, people are still doing their thing, making their voice heard, doing whatever they can do for their local communities and areas. That being said, in this current time that we are in, I want to know with you guys and ladies, you know, okay. I want to know <laughs> what is what songs we got decades worth of songs, songs that go back to the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, early 2000s, and even today in the, I guess, the second part of the 2010s, however you want to label 2020s decade. But nonetheless, we have tons of material over the years that have had standout unity black love my blackness type songs that stand out to us so i would love to know uh at least a top five if, if you guys can at least if not a top five give me a top three just any kind of songs from any artist mainstream indie any songs that stand out to you guys that help you and make you feel empowered uh as an african-american and just for the culture in general uh so going around the room Mr. Derek, well, you're up. 
Oh no, I'm sorry. Ladies no, first. Let's yeah, do it. No, How dare I? I Ladies like, first. Because I felt like <laughs> this is supposed to be, you know, top five, like truly meaningful, inspirational songs. I felt like to give us some time to figure those out, I want to start ratchet. <laughs> okay. All right. I hope this doesn't set us back at all. But um we've been seeing a lot of videos of Karen's still acting out of pocket. Did you see the the gas station video where she approached a young lady? She looked like she was um, either Mexican or maybe native. And she was trying to tell her to um, get out the store. And she got in her face, touched her, and got slapped. Like the slap was intense. Yes. So that made me think um, an old Negro spiritual for me is, is... is nuck if you buck. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> like every time it comes on, <laughs> every time it comes on, it does something to me. I could be anywhere. I'm singing it once more. Um, yeah. <laughs> my my best friend does these events here, and we went tubing, and that's down the Chattahoochee River. You know, we have our beers, we have our herbs and stuff. And so we are connecting with nature and then Nuck If You Buck comes on. I had an outer body experience. It was amazing. So Nuck If You Buck (laughs) is on my, it just makes me feel empowered songs. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So round one. So now I'm ready to get serious. Okay, go. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Oh, man. That's perfect. That's perfect. Perfect. Man, uh, I'm gonna have to say one. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to give you a complete list right now. You have to come back to me, but I'm gonna give you one right now. Um, keep your head up, a Tupac. Great. That is that is definitely one. I, I'll, I'll have to sit so I can think for a second, but okay. to give you a list. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with with uh, keep your head up. Okay. Um. Okay, so if we drop in one song at a time, I, I can go with that um, for right now. <laughs> um, I got a few on the list for a few different reasons right now, but first off is All Right, okay, Lamar? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lamar, yes. Be all Right is the first thing that came to mind for me. Um, you know, list or songs list, like it just came came straight out. As, like when, when I'm feeling that joint, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling my blackest, I guess. Pimpa <laughs> Butterfly as a whole for me is one of those projects which just make me feel super proud to be black. Like even from the production to where it's you feel jazz, yes. you feel soul, you feel funk. He had George Clinton on the first track. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. And then um, you know, and then even in his lyrics, he's dropping gems just by telling us how he was handling newfound fame, newfound money, trying to make sure he's moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I love to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole album. I have to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I have to agree with that. No doubt. Because no Black doubt. of the Berry comes to mind as well. Yeah. Um man, you couldn't um, tell me anything, I wanted to get it. I wanted to become darker just hearing that song. <laughs> Wait, no, no. And, Imagine how I feel. My last name is Barry. I'm the lightest one in the family. I feel away, <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> I get it though. That's real. That's real. I like that. I like that. So, 
For me, I mean, it looked like me and my brother Rick came a little bit more prepared. We had a little list list. I see. I, shout out to you, Rick. I see you said you had a little list there. So I had a little. I was able to get a little list. I have, I have list a little going. list that I'm getting together based on the requirements, sir. So yeah. you <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's real. I like that. I like that. Um, so I will say that both Rick and Neem did mention a couple that came off of my list. Uh, a couple of Kendrick songs I had labor on there, so I won't name those. Um, but I'm going to start with my first draft pick, I guess, if we're doing a draft pick style with these here uh, <laughs> empowerment songs, right? My number one in this selection, um, I got to go the Tupac route, just like my boy Derek did. However, and I got to do this because Tupac's birthday was a few days ago, June 16th. And, um, as Derek does so great, you know, with the OTS page, when he gives us facts, I mean, just off the thought of knowing Pop would have been 49 right now if he were alive to this day. Yeah. And just the thought of what's going on now and the music that he put out then and how he was only 25 when he passed away. Imagine to this day what his music would be like now, given how it was in the 90s, right? So yeah. my first selection is Changes by Tupac because yes. every time I listen to that song I still get goosebumps every time there's a, a cop killing every time there's a, a moment of injustice or anything like that uh, it's mm -hmm. just amazing when you go back and listen to changes and, and think about every lyric he has said in that song it still seems like yo I feel like I'm living this still right now right and it gives you an empowerment feel of just like knowing like some things may never change. You know what I mean? It's like, it still gives you a sense of hope that things will change, but there's still just some of those who are stubborn enough to be stuck in their old ways, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's like Pot's letting you know, like, sometimes that's just the way it is. It may never change, but don't let it bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what you can do. And brothers and sisters, let's just keep trying to unite, if anything, uh, because of that, you know? And uh, yeah. so... That off top had to be a number one for me. And uh, so I'm either open the floor back up to my man, Rick, who got a list or, or open it up to me and Derek, whichever one. Let's go. Oh. Floor is open. I'm ready with, I'm ready with number two. Um, okay. But it's a whole different vibe. It's a whole different vibe for a whole different reason. Um, I'm rocking with Brown Skin by Indiari. Ooh. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> Come on. I mean, look, there's there's always this feeling that um that that I, I I don't know. I always feel like our queens don't truly get that understanding that they are phenomenally beautiful. You know what I mean? Like across the board, right? Mm -hmm. Um, there's not always that full appreciation. I don't know if men. I don't know if we always feel the appreciation for our brown skin. I don't know if that's that's felt across the board, right? But she mm -hmm. made brown skin feels so beautiful in that song right yeah and she made it and, and pardon me when i say that she made it sexy to be you know what I mean? <laughs> that, to have that, that feeling you know what i mean yeah it, it was and look the song was so impactful there was one guy who was over a choir and he was like um for this sunday i'm gonna have them sing brown skin by ndire i was like brother you need <laughs> to deliver to that song now right. before you <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel when you listen to it, brother, but that's not what you want to play on the pulpit. Like, that's not the vibe. I mean, it depends on what type of church you're talking about. 
It, it does not. It does not matter the type of Look, yeah, yeah, they might be traditional. They might just be progressive. I mean, yeah, if they're Jesus progressive. Is the topic of discussion, brown skin is not the song to play. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's about this. You know, Unless it is a couple's retreat. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you know, God created but, the world, um, you know. But she, she, gave, <laughs> she gave beauty to the brown skin, and I felt like I'm listening to her and, and, and that song and just the kind of way she that all played out. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, the black man, your skin is, you know, your brown skin is amazing. I love it. And she talked about how much she loved it. And then on the other side, she talked about hers as well. And so um, on my end, brown skin is one of the ones for me by Andy Irie. Mm. So Rick's list wins. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I'll go, I'll go super, super, super old school and James Brown, I am black and I'm proud. Ooh. Yo, that's next on my list. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to go super old school with that. And, um, I mean, duh, the title, but I think just the significance of it. And so that was released in 1968. So we already know what that time was about. We are in segregation we we're in Jim Crow stages and I'm black and I'm proud I was talking to my grandparents about it and they said this was the first time where we started referring to ourselves as versus like a Negro or colored and that it just gave you a sense of pride to to love your black skin and to love your features and to be proud of who you are mm. so that that's that's next on my list I love that. That was next on my list, and I just scratched hey. it. Good job. I see you. <laughs> I see you. I love that. I love that. Um. So I'm gonna uh, say one about um, another uh, Kendrick Lamar one was uh, "Mortal Man," that um, more so the conversation between him and Tupac, that kind of just mm. like, for me, I know that kind of just like you know. It's like it's like hearing him, like through time, like telling us, like, "Yo, like you got you got to get going. You gotta you gotta go for it." You know, um, and that conversation. If you listen to that conversation, that track, that was that was that was nasty. I I, I still applaud Kendrick for for uh, doing that, doing it like that. Um, that one for me just gets me amped up a little bit just gets because, yeah, just because of the, the spirit of Tupac mm -hmm. and, and he's like, he's like telling the next, next generation, like, go, you know, it's, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to stand up and do it. So yeah, that, that for me just kind of like does that for me. Nice. Okay. I love okay. it. I'm loving this man. Everybody. Okay. Everybody getting all warmed up now. I see, I see the vibes yeah. is kicking in. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, for my second selection, um, I'm going to go old school as well. Um, a few years after Janine's second choice of uh, Mr. James Brown, I'm going to go with another old school soulful artist by the name of Marvin Gaye. Who is coming, Marvin Gaye? That was next on my list, yes. January 20th, 1971, which says a lot about that time frame. As we know, the 70s also very revolutionary period the time black culture was forming in a, in a real smart way at that point i mean it was it was where swag was getting introduced and froze and just all kind of mm -hmm. things but 
we know still even that's the era, especially 71, a couple of years removed from the 60s of, of the whole, what we see today, protests, riots, civil rights movements, things like that. And for Marvin Gaye to just come out with the significance of a song like that to, you know, brother, brother, you know, just what's, what's going on? What's really going on and trying to get to the meat and the basis. So had to go with that. And uh, yeah, leaving the floor open. Whoever got their next selection, go ahead and state your piece. What you got? Yo, we're getting in our bag a little bit here. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I need to pull this one out before somebody pulls it first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, um, I'm going 1964. My man, Sam Cooke. Change, gonna change is going to come. That was my Ooh. next one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I play fantasy, and in fantasy, you learn to go ahead and pick the guy you want. Before, before you better get him on out, yeah. Yeah. So um, I fell in love with Sam Cooke while watching the, the movie Ali. And, like, um, I, and honestly, I had never heard about Sam Cooke up until that movie came out. So I'm a big Muhammad Ali fan. Um, I started watching um, the movie Ali where Will Smith um, depicts um, Muhammad Ali and throughout his life. And so I kind of watched that movie. It starts off with a hot Sam Cooke song, right? And then mm -hmm. as you're kind of watching and going through that, I started listening to his, um, you know, to his music. Um, and it didn't take long for me to come across A Chance Gonna Come. I had already heard it, you know, throughout my whole life. I just never attributed it to an artist. Um, but once um, I found it, with that visit, with that visual, right, understanding what was actually happening during that time, and him singing the song of hope, a change is gonna come. Like it's um, it, it it's a real like it's it's a it's a real maker. Like it's a real it's a real dope. And so um, I'm going with Sam Cooke, 1964. A change is gonna come. Mm, great choice. Oh, great, great, choice. Choice. great choice. Wonderful okay. choice. Well, all right. I hope uh, as Rick said, as we've been going in each other's bags, I hope everybody yeah. ain't running out of out of songs on their list now. But that being said, we got the floor open. Who who's next up? Who think they got a selection? Derek looks like he want to say something. I do. I just I didn't want to jump in front of you. Um, <laughs> Unity, Queen Latifah. Unity, ninety three. Yep. Okay. That that that's a uh, that's a banger too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I yes. love I love I love the vibes with that song. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with that one. Love it. I'm gonna wow. go with that one. Yeah. Okay. Brick City. Represent for Brick City. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Represent. Um, so I'm gonna bring it back new school. Okay. Let's and do um I don't I'm just gonna say an artist and you pick a song. Um Nipsey Hustle for me is somebody who just evokes like bruh, you can't live to Nipsey and I feel like I gotta go out here and get it yeah <laughs> and um okay. you know he was just very real about his upbringing about his involvements with with the street life or whatever but he also talked about elevating out of that and how giving back to your hood is 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 very important and um he talked about ownership so and Derek last week talked about st storytelling amazing storyteller you know yes and, um, yes yeah every song popping gems and you instantly feel mo motivated so i don't have a song i just have an artist and then you pick because all of them are good yeah all of his music does that i agree with that mm. okay. i love that i love it okay well um i'm gonna bring this uh 
he is technically still rapping, but I, I wouldn't call him necessarily a, a current artist, but we're going to go 90s to about, you know, I guess early to mid 2000s. You know, again, he still raps to this day. I just don't know how many people check him out. I know prime version of this artist is definitely throughout the 90s and early 2000s. I'm going to go with my boy Nas. Rule the world. Yes. Gotta go with my boy Nas, rule the world, man. Yes. Can't say much more about it. I mean, Lauren Hill on the hook, and we all know the iconic status of Miss Lauren Hill. And to have a collab like that to really just encourage my brothers and sisters, like to give the world a perspective from the black man and the black woman of like, this is what it would be like if I ruled the world, you know? My people wouldn't be locked up like this, you know what I mean? Having them out, you know, just all kind of things where it's just like, where it seems like certain injustices or however you put it, you know, certain oppressions. If I ruled the world, these type of things would happen. So I gotta go with my boy Nas, instant classic, mic drop right there, yeah. Look, I'm with you on that one, man, I'm with you. I'm going to pull something else out from 1990. Okay. Okay. 1990. And this song makes me feel black because of the cookout vibe. Mm. Right? That every oh. every event, every black event, like every, um, you know, big time gathering when we all get together, at some point, we do the electric slide. So electric boogie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> electric Come on. boogie. Um, I think it's Marcia Griffith. Um and it came out, um, I want to say, uh, was this, in 1990. So I think it was uh, March 6, 1990. Um, it, that's when it came out. And so that Electric Boogie, man, that's 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 my joint. I'm going to go with that one. Mm, okay. Okay. And, and I mean, it's just, it's, it's like, there's not an event. I mean, think about it. We get everybody together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we just had, like, a big gathering of all the black people in the world, right? Come on. At some point in that situation, the DJ say, you can feel it. It's electric. Come on. <laughs> right? <laughs> and at, at some point, yeah. you know what I mean? At some point, you're going to hear, I'm going to teach you, teach you. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You already know. Mella, <laughs> hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill. Oh, man. Fresh so, Kool-Aid. <laughs> so that, that, that gives me that vibe, man. I'm, I'm going to go with Electric Boogie. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to go Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to okay. go with that. Just, it's, with that. It's a strong vibe, man. <laughs> okay. Plus, you just can't beat that dance. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's empowerment in and of itself. <laughs> mm, come on now. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go rhythm nation. You know, you know, based on you saying that, somebody's about to pull out another song like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Talk to him, baby. Let's go. That's what it is. First lady, you go ahead and let them know what's up. All right, so um, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna leave the train, so I'm gonna go left with this one. Um, I want to talk or I want to mention um, J Electronica, a written testimony. 
So that's an album that I think went over a, a lot of people's heads, um, yes. especially since we're in a time where everything is like, it's more of a vibe and catchy, but he was actually talking about some stuff. And if you're not aware or you don't know knowledge of self, um, a lot of this stuff is going to go over, over your head. So this, this hit the people that it was supposed to hit. Yes, I agree. You're going to make me write that down and go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out. Come on now. Come on. Okay. Um, So for my next pick, right, if we're going that route, um, Mr. Derek, I see your Jackson. And I raised you another Jackson. And I'm going to go Michael Jackson. They don't really care about us. Uh, uh, Underrated uh, and slept on Michael Jackson's song. I found myself listening to this one day recently, right when this stuff was really getting kind of fresh. And I sat there and listened to his lyrics. I was just like, yo, Mm -hmm. it's crazy how this literally sounds like almost like a prophecy or something to like... Mm -hmm literally what's going on you would think mj was still right now alive with what's going on because of that song and the lyrics it goes by and i was just like bro yo this this is like hitting hitting and i just put that thing on repeat because it was just like and and you know you know he he had to make two music music videos for that song because one was too like radical (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) I'm telling you, man. Go back and, and watch them. Go back. And, and it's crazy, too, because, you know, I know people like to make the jokes. You know, we, we like to make the jokes, oh, white Mike, black Mike, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Technically mm-hmm. speaking, that was white Mike at that time. Yeah. But it just I like goes show. Mike. Mike's blackness never left, y'all. It don't matter what the complexion was. His blackness never left, y'all. Like, listen to that song. If well, left his skin just didn't live. Hey, go look at that. You are not alone video, and I guarantee you, you don't see it. <laughs> we're not alone. Uh, no, that's not. <laughs> oh, like oh. Elizabeth Taylor up there, man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> not Elizabeth. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Let's go around. We, we we got I believe we what was that round four for us on this right here? That was round yeah. four, I believe. So we got one more round and then we'll do a, a honorable mention you know, bonus round, and uh, we'll, we'll close it up on that. So round five of our list of empowering songs and inspirational, uplifting, great songs for Black culture. The floor so, is y'all's. Who wants to go first? All right. So I'm going to go with a song, and I heard this one by Tevin Campbell, um, which oh. he gets rarely mentioned in these situations. In any situation. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and and I believe this was his song. I really believe this this is one of his songs. I gotta go, um, I gotta go val- it's not his written song, but I think it was, you know, something that he re um re-sung later. But um the song is uh, Brown Eyed Girl. And have y'all ever mm-hmm. heard that? Mm-mm. No, I'm it's thinking of something else. Beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. It's saying, brown eyed girl, come walk with me. Brown eyed girl, come walk with me. Um, I want to do all the things in love a man should do. All the little things you want me to. 
he he's talking about you know this beautiful brown eyed girl, and I'm I'm for sure it's a black girl. But it's it's that same thing. It's that same vibe as 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 I mentioned before, right? Is that that value adding um adding back that value and saying, look, we're beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're beautiful and not only beautiful, but um our women are loved by our men, which is a statement that needs to be said over and over and over again, but not only said, but followed up with action, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because my my wife always tells me that she's always like, baby, it means something, right? That other people can see that somebody loves you and will die for you. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody will put everything on the line for you. That means something. Um, and, and And it adds value, right? So I would say this, I've seen um, just across the board, man, I've seen where, where women, even in this struggle, in this situation, women feel left out of this situation, right? And mm-hmm. Tevin's not saying, you know, that he'll die for you and fight the struggle with you. That's not what he's saying. But what he's really saying um, is that the, the girl that he sees, she's beautiful, she's adored, and man, he wants to just spend a bunch of time, like, making sure that she knows how valuable she is, brown-eyed girl for me. Um, is one of those other ones that that I kind of want to add to my list. So um, I, that that I have another one, and I was fighting between two of these. I dropped the last one in the honorable mention. Okay, all right, all right. Floor is open. That's a great song, by the way, Mr. Rick. So let's let's get it. Let's let's see who uh who got what's y'all final pick. So what I'll is- follow Rick's with um. Mad by Solange featuring Lil Wayne. <laughs> mad. Okay. Okay. And um, I say mad and 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 just now because I feel like it's just saying like my guy, black man. I understand that you have a lot going on. You have to go out into the world and deal with so much stuff. It's okay to feel. It is okay to be mad. You don't have to hide it. And I'm here as a support system. At least that's what I got from it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I'm going to actually go along the route uh, that Janine took earlier with mentioning Nipsey. Um, I don't think you can discuss Black empowerment in music without discussing Prince. Prince was about ownership of your music. Yep. And that's why he didn't have his music on these streaming services. You know, partly reason why I think he was killed, but you know, that's a discussion for another day. That's not a past ox conversation. That's not a past ox conversation. Yeah, yeah, we can have that conversation feel, somewhere feeling, else. I'm feeling the new podcast for OTS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, he 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 believed in ownership of of your stuff as an artist, and preached that till the till the day he died. Like that was what he was about. So whether you want to talk about whatever song he has, he owned it. So you can discuss whatever song you want. That's 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 by Prince, whether that was something that he sang or he wrote for someone else, it was his. So, Black Empowerment. I'm, I'm going Prince. 
Y'all don't know what my wife just bought me, bro. This thing here. Look, I, I can't even show y'all to appreciate it, man. It's like it's like crab, um, crab cakes and fish and salads. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Man, I'm bro. This is the anniversary? No, this is Friday. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> gotta gotta love when a show gets introduced and you get that good food, that soul food cooking to knock it out. You know what I mean? Hey, man. So shout out to the wifey on that one. Oh, you yeah. know, that being said, um, great, great idea right there. Great point. Both Neen and Derek on just pick pointing two artists that you can just pick a catalog and go off of those names. So uh, for my final selection, man, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a heavy hitter per se. Uh, just depends on if you know the song and you feel it is cool. If you don't know the song, check it out. Maybe you might feel like it's a heavy hitter, but this artist is a very slept on artist. He's very underrated. Uh, he's a songwriter. I know he's wrote some stuff for Kanye, things like that. I love this brother's metaphors. I love his lyrical content, but he had a song. Actually, it was a, a mixtape. Uh, I forget the name of the mixtape exact, but I know this song stuck out from that mixtape. And I'm going to go Saha the Prince. Oh. Mandela. Yeah. Mandela. Saha go hard. That song. Mandela, man. Yes. I, every time, even today, this morning, I that song came to me and I started listening to it and it was just like, yo, Juneteenth vibes all day. When you're talking about a Juneteenth type of song to listen to, Listen to Nelson Mandela, man. It has an upbeat feel to it. He's being lyrical and, and smashing it, but also it just gives you an upbeat feel of like, yo, yeah, you know, I'm feeling this. Let's let's go out and just let's let's just go out and be something today. You know what I mean? Whether we out here, you know, protesting on these streets, whether we out here just owning a business, whatever. You know what I mean? Just go out there. If you're peacefully doing what you do, do what you do. You know. So Mandela was definitely my final pick. I had to go with. So real quick. As we wrap this thing up, we got an honorable mention round. We're going to go around the table. So if you guys had that one song, you was kind of stuck in between. You was like, I don't know. This is going to make the list. This is the chance. Call it the lifeline line, you know, lifeline round. But honorable mentions real quick. Go around the room. What y'all got? All right, y'all. We'll kick off my honorable mention with Will by Jonah Lucas. Um, yes. oh, oh, that's a good okay. pick. Yes. And the remix with yes, and the premise behind the song is really giving love and showing love to those people who have paved the way right across the board. And that remix by so Jonah Lucas showed love to Will Smith for paving the way for him. Will Smith turns around in the remix and pays homage to all the people who opened up doors for him. Right, mm -hmm. uh, and it was just a pang of homage, and you could just see like all the guys uh, mentioned, right? So, um, just across the board, a lot of activists were mentioned, a lot of people who opened doors and kind of uh, laid the pave pavement, laid down the um the groundwork for us to kind of do what we're able to do. Um, Will by Jonah Lucas is in my honorable mention. Okay, yeah. all right. That's I'm surprised you had a, a time with that one, but I could see with a list like that, I could see. How that made the honorable mention, um, man. I can see. Most people would, would switch out Will for Brown Eyed Girl, right? Mm -hmm. Like, most people would, would yeah. do that and let Brown Eyed Girl be in my honorable mention. Um, there, was, there was one more. Man, if y'all don't mention it, I got I got two more. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> if y'all don't mention, I, I just got two more mentions. I just two more mentions, but um, but yeah, like I love that song. That song okay. goes hard. Okay, Derek, Janine, which uh, which one of y'all got? You can go ahead, Janine. So this is my honorable mention, and I didn't mention it before because this artist is controversial. Um, the black community has uh, kind of kicked him out a few times because of some of his <laughs> moves. Um, but I personally <laughs> hope that we can get him back on track. I saw him out protesting. Um, and, the, and the reason why- oh, I already know I it ain't R. Kelly. Him, <laughs> <laughs> I, even though I believe I Can Fly was like a graduation song for everybody, no, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the reason why I was gonna mention this is because at the time it made you think and it called out a lot of us. And the song is New Slaves by Kanye West. Ooh. Mm. Love it. Okay. Love it. Um, because it's yeah. like he's calling us out like, you know, you're slaves to keeping up with the perception. You're slaves to you don't own a damn thing, but you have a Louis belt, you have these new shoes, you, you're 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 just ex you're living up to a persona pretty much. He talked about privately owned prisons, like he was talking about a lot and at the time it was informational for a lot of us. So that's my honorable mention, okay. Mr. West. Look, I'm I'm all for forgiving Mr. West and bringing him back into the fold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there is a rumor that he did use the the MAGA hat to yeah. get some people for, free. To get yeah. some people free. Yeah. That is a conspiracy theory that I can stand behind. That's a conspiracy <laughs> theory I think I can rock with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fan if you're a Shakespeare fan there's this thing called method to the madness you feel what I'm yes. saying? Oh, no. yes. method to the madness and, yes. and I feel like even there's always with Kanye there's always a method to the madness you know what I mean yes. and sometimes you don't like the actual thing that's going on you know what I mean mm -hmm. like you don't always understand it but there's a method to his foolishness yeah and he's a billionaire now so there you go, there you go. <sighs> um I'm going to go with I will survive by uh Gloria Gaynor <laughs> okay. All right, bye everybody. Okay. That's man. I think wow. the I think the title speaks for itself. You yeah. know, the strength yeah. of a black woman. I'm gonna go with that. I love it. Okay, I, I love, love it. that. That's a good one, man. Real good. I, nice old school punchline ending right there. I love how yep. you did that, brother. Yep. And uh, for me, this was tough. Uh, I'm kind of like Rick. I had a couple, and I, I might go behind him and list a couple more as quick as possible, but. This for me, as my honorable mention, I'm gonna go with a group that I really, really love, a neo soul group by the name of The Roots. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with what they do by the roots. And why what they do is because simply when you listen to that hook, first off, the instrumental alone just puts me in a real relaxing place and a real groove-like place, right? And, and it just screams black when you listen to the way the music goes and the instrumental goes. And then when you listen to the hook, it literally is such a basic hook and it literally just says, never do what they do. And I feel empowered in listening to that because it just goes to show, even when you're hated, don't do what they do, love. Be you, love who you are, Love them anyway. Mm -hmm. Even if they don't love you, 
that's cool. Don't do what they do because then you're no better than what they are. And for that, I had to put that in there because you can't get more blacker than the roots, man. I mean, Quest Love with the fro on the drums. Come on, man. I mean, <laughs> I had to throw my boys in there, the roots. So that's me. Um, so Rick, real quick, man, before we get everybody to close out with their social media info, what's your two you got a name that you wanted to mention real quick? Bro, actually, I just have a question. Um, I don't know how we get through this segment and not mention Formation by Beyonce. Um, mm. Oh. I don't know how we did it. it but we, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. All right. And so, um, and so, you know what? I'm going to end it right there. I'm going to hold that last one. Um, if you, I'm gonna hold that last one. And uh, if you want to know what the last one was, I'll give you my DM information once we get to the <laughs> Oh, shameless plug. I love it. That was good. That was Uh-oh. good. Uh, I guess for me, man, the one that I kind of almost wanted to throw in here, had a little tough time with. I ain't gonna lie, I gotta go with my man Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Why? Yeah. Simply put, because at the end of the day, man. As you know, this man literally had a line of just being pulled over and the cops didn't even stop him. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, at a stoplight. And yes. just showing, like, nobody in the hood died today. Today was just the perfect day. There was no drama. There was no nothing. I darn near scored a triple-double. Like, MJ, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Probably would have been a LeBron modern-day line. You know what I'm saying? Just for my boy Rick right there. I had to say that. So, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it go. I know, Derek. You're shaking your head. I get it, though. Mm-hmm. Have to throw that in there for real. Yeah, Kimba's Kimba done it. Two. Kimba's done it. Okay. Kimba too. <laughs> I don't know if it got the same ring, but it's cool. I don't care. Kimba I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> it's a Celtic. Nonetheless, <laughs> hey, that was that was it. That's dope. Everybody, round of applause. Oh, I have I have one more to add. One more? Yes. Yeah, just there, just just be actually it's perfect for what you just said. Uh, NWA F the police. Yes. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that didn't get mentioned. Hey man, who be told? I was, I was actually, I wanted to say it. I was trying to be peaceful. That's why I said U N I T Y instead of F the police. Yeah. But it's gonna but. be. <laughs> we will knock if you buck though. That's hey, gonna true. be my knock if you buck. We're, hey, look, yeah. we're all entitled. There I think we, we established that we were all entitled to that one little ratchetish yes. song. That's, that's that 2020, was. Derek. 2018, yes. Derek would have went <laughs> after police. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I'm I would have still sure. said it. I would have still said it. I just, I know, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm trying it would have little... ranked higher on your list. It might have been number one. And, been number it would have. No, no, no. <laughs> it was actually gonna be my first one, but I wanted everybody. Was, I was going with the vibes of everyone, so I just wanted to just be okay. nice. You should have took so a sharp left. That would have been lit. 2020 is still 2018, Derek. In certain ways. In certain ways. ways. Most definitely. <laughs> 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 All right. So, ladies Whoa. and gentlemen. Look yes. at that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls. I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode. Lord knows I did. I know my co-hosts, all everybody in this room brought so much dope blackness onto the show. Again, happy Juneteenth to all my brothers and sisters, kings and queens. Even if you're not black, if you at least understand the cause and you're doing your research on a day like today, salute yes. to you as well because you are what we are trying to inspire when we talk about change. So even if you are not african-american on this day thank you for just at least taking the time to research celebrate with us you know what i mean whatever you're doing to help with the cause and i heard it thank you as well ladies and gentlemen real quick go around the room tell them where they can find you 
all that good stuff. Shameless plugs, all that. Go around the room. Rick, starting with you, my friend. Batman, thank y'all for uh, inviting me. It's always fun. Every time I hop on the show with y'all, y'all know what it is, man. I'm geeked to be here. Always geeked to join you. If you want to follow me, um, you follow me personally, you can at Rick Sincere. That's at Rick Sincere on everything, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and on Facebook, you can just find Rick Sincere. I'm, I'm there as well. Um, but that's for my old schoolers. If, if you kind of somewhere else, you can R. find I me. See, though. R.I.C. It's- though. R.I.C. Yeah, yeah, R.I.C. R.I.C. Sincere. You can find me that way. Um, If you want to follow the brand, you want to follow the culture and follow the movement, it's at MTMV Sports, at MTMV Sports, and that's on everything as well. Um, I'm always grateful to be here. And look, our DMs are wide open. So if you want to know what that last song was, I got it. <laughs> got you. Come on now. I'm going to ask you what it was later, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brother Derek, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you, sir. Yes. So you can find me, Derek, at Derek underscore OTS. That's the black way to spell Derek, D E R R I C K. Make it known. Not just the black way, it's the right way. It's you the right way, that. it's the only way. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, find me at the, there or on the uh on the brand uh social medias at OTS guys. And of course, to my first lady co-host, Miss Janine. Go yeah, ahead and so tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Nina Soul, N-I-I-N-A-S-O-L. Um, you want to listen to What I Think About This Week podcast. It's on all plat- all podcast platforms. And then you can also catch me here. Um, Past the Ox Drop streams Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Six Families Radio. And then we're live on Wednesdays for the podcast and YouTube as well. And as always, it's your boy, Dwayne. You can follow me on Instagram at Dwayne Dickey Jr. You can also follow my artist page at Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life, which is also the same username for Twitter, all that jazz. Check us out at OTSGuys.com. Make sure you follow this show and many more other shows. Past Ox will have an Instagram coming very soon as well. But in the meantime, catch us under the OTSGuys.com website. Shout out to Six Families Radio at sixfamiliesradio.com. In the meantime, this is your hosts. This is Pastor Ox, and the Ox has officially been passed on to you. Until next time, peace. peace.